Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to um, Wrestling Authority Radio. Tonight, we remember, oh, man, that meant so much to Katie and I, that we lost back in April our old man, the Dean of Wrestling, Steve Kane. Tonight, you'll be hearing from myself, Katie, our fans, um, anybody that would like to call in to be a part of this this is our night to remember and celebrate the life of Steve Kane. Um, I honestly never thought that I'd be doing this podcast. I actually um, always kind of imagined it the other way around, that with my crazy-ass life, he'd, he'd end up playing it for me one day. And um, Boy, did I, uh, did I get a little bit of a rude awakening on that. So, um, I am Sadistic Sean David along with my co-host. Well, it's me, Chaotic Katie. Same here. I'm not trying to be rude, but Sean is right. Sean's crazy-ass life, my crazy-ass life. You just never know, folks. You just don't ever know. Tonight, we will be joined by those that can join us uh, momentarily. Um, I believe Angus McDuff will be calling in at some point. Hillbilly Bubbles, which was a referee and a talent that uh, Steve worked with on the last event that he worked with me in Janesville, Wisconsin, for Brian Blade and the NWA. Um, original Glow Girl, the Royal Hawaiian, Glow Girl Lightning, Glow Girl Hollywood. Um, Jim Spragan is not going to be able to make it tonight, but he sends his well wishes on this and will be uh, making a statement at a later date. Uh, I believe, uh, Katie, correct me if I'm wrong, Glow Girl Roxy Astor will be joining us at some point. She should be. She hasn't gotten back to me, but she should be. Okay. Um, hopefully, C Red, yeah. Bill so After. Um, yeah. I don't He's know if Brian Blade's going to make it. Um, Folks, you got to realize Brian Blade and I have an event this weekend that actually Steve was going to be a part of. We'll talk more about that later. So um, everybody that can make it that wants to be a part of this, uh, you see the call-in number at the top of your screen. Don't hesitate to call and be a part of this program. Um, yeah, I've sent out messages all day. We'll see who shows up. Yes, I have done the same thing as well and uh, made s- several posts that were 
public so everybody could see them and um, hopefully we'll get some callers here momentarily. Um, oh, I didn't realize that didn't do that. All right. So, you know, there's just going to be a lot of people that are going to be uh, um, calling in tonight. I think uh, while we wait, I will play this. This is uh, from a man that Steve knew very well, probably more well than any of us here on the program. So we're going to take a moment to uh, let this uh, play out, and then we'll be back right here on Wrestling Authority Radio, remembering Steve Kane. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Bill Apter, and uh, wow, I'm still reeling from the effects of, well, not too long ago when I heard my dear friend Steve Kane um, had passed. Um, I used to look forward to his news, to his cheery calls, to the person that would tell me that um, the news that a wrestler had passed away, and little did I ever realize that uh, someone would be calling me eventually and telling me that uh, that Steve had passed. Um, most of all, the thing that I remember most is his love and passion for uh, professional wrestling. You know, I met a lot of people in the 50-plus years I've been involved in the world of professional wrestling. And I have to say, when you talk about the passion of the business, uh, someone who not only knew so much about it, but wanted to keep the business alive and in that old-school fashion, that was my buddy, Steve Kane. And... Steve, I miss you so very much. This is Bill After reporting. Now you see, the other day, Sean and I had a conversation, actually. And he said, Kate, I have a show to do in a couple of days. And I have to do it without Steve, and I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to do this without him. He says, don't worry, I'm going to do it. Of course I'm going to do it. But How? I said to him, well, Sean, you know how much the man loved the business. You're you're going to conduct yourself with dignity, integrity, respect, and class. And you're going to treat treat this show just like any other, the way Steve would, because Steve loved the industry. There's nobody out there that loved the industry more than Steve, as far as I'm concerned. To me... Yeah, the second I heard Bill's voice, of course, yeah, I cried till I blew my nose. But you have to understand, Bill said said it all. His cheery calls. The man would call you out of the middle of nowhere just to say, "Hey, I was thinking of you. How you doing? What you doing?" Or, "Hey, I know you're going through something right now. Is everything okay? Is there anything I can do?" Or, "Hey, I'm just checking in. Is everything cool? Are you cool?" Is everything all right? Did I wake you up again? <laughs> he almost always woke me up, but you know what? I really didn't care. It was okay. But now I don't have that. And like I said last week, it, Steve, Sean, and I, we're family. 
we are absolutely. Yeah, I want to play. Yeah, hold on. Stop. I want to lighten the little bit of the mood a little bit. I want to play one of the most iconic. Go ahead. I hate you. (laughs) Anyway, so what I said last week, I don't hate Sean. Sean knows that. I can call Sean every nasty, dirty thing in the world and need to say, but I know you love me. And it's true. Um, Me, Sean, and Steve, we were. We were family. Now, it may just be me me and Sean, but there's always going to be that empty chair there for Steve. And we kind of parented Sean. Sean doesn't need, Sean doesn't need supervision. Well, you guys well need sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> there's just times where Sean would need that extra guidance. Just like I, I need the extra guidance every once in a while. And everybody else needs it. But Steve always knew what to say, you know. And now when Sean comes to me, I have to. I just sit there and think for a minute, okay, how do I deal with this? You know, and it's almost a, what would Steve do? And I don't have that anymore to to, to go to Steve and say, uh, Steve, um, uh, um, 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 did you read the chat? Um, Sean needs us. And it's not that I haven't needed them and Steve hasn't needed us. It's just I don't have that anymore. I don't have that. Damn you, old man. You know, I don't have what I what I needed the other day again. Shit, did we interview them? Fuck, I don't have the place to go to. You know, and I knew Sean was Sean was busy that day. Sean was in appointments that day. So Mr. Google isn't as friendly. Not as funny. <laughs> and he doesn't say you know what, I tell you what, Katie, you know, he does he doesn't have that either. And it just doesn't have the funny quips. It doesn't have the well, back in my day, or back in my generation, or when I was on the road, or when I was right. working the territory days, when it was back in the territory days, when I was working for this promotion or that promotion, whether it be Jim Crockett or whoever he was working with, it didn't matter. You know, everybody meant the same. You know, we are going to play a, one of the most iconic yeah, clips. Oh. Brotherhood and a sisterhood of wrestling, and now I'll hand it back over to Sean so he can play one of his most iconic clips that he wants to play. Yes, this was this was probably this was the one that got Steve and I in the most trouble with some people. Um, thank God that Jim Spragan came around and realized it was a joke. Oh. Um, <laughs> but uh, this this will always be how I remember Steve. He he would make just. These great clips that, um, man, I, I'd, I'd give anything in the world to have him do one more of these. We'll play more of them throughout the night. Here we go. Brothers and sisters, are you wanting to become a professional wrestler? I said, brothers and sisters, are you wanting to become a professional wrestler? But you don't want to pay the dues of actually going through real training. Going from town to town, setting up rings, putting them down, and actually learning how to do these things. Well, you don't have to, because hallelujah, you can come to Revolution Wrestling, and you can learn using our patented training method of watching Raw and SmackDown and trying to learn those moves. And if you get hurt, 
Well, we don't have no insurance, but by golly, I'm a minister, and I do have connections with the man upstairs, and we will pray for you to get healed. Hallelujah. Now, if you want to become a professional wrestler and amaze and entertain your family and friends, we guarantee that you will be able to be a professional wrestler within just two weeks using our patented training methods. So come on down, join us at Revolution Wrestling. That's right, Revolution Wrestling, where we don't train by the normal methods. We like the backyard way best. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, and pass the offering plate because we need your money. Amen. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget the day that that was sent to me. <laughs> and I said, I said to Steve, I said to him, Jesus, you're going back to the Jimmy, Jim Baker and Jim Swagger days, aren't you? <laughs> oh, that, uh, yeah, that was one that got us in, in, in a little bit of trouble, but, uh, God, I love that. Really? Oh yeah, Spragan, Spragan got Spragan and and the rest of that company before we, Steve and I took them under our wing. Oh to, yeah, revolution. Um, yeah, that was. <laughs> uh, I probably still I have some of those nasty messages in my inbox somewhere. I honestly thought it was straight up people complaining that we did a, a biblical, uh, evangelical type. No, I, I, I actually caught shit for it. Oh my! That was my favorite ad, and now no. I'm gonna play Katie's. Uh oh, uh oh. I, I had a couple favorites, so we'll see which one he pops out. <laughs> uh, if I can find it. Well, what the one? Oh my goodness! There was one he played for me one night. We were out, and it, and I was I was out. I had to I had to I had to well, you know, still with Rebecca. I had to take Rebecca to the hospital for she she had a she had a CT scan she had to do it like while we were supposed to be on air and I'm like so you know I'm gonna be on air right and he's like yeah well um I'm released I found it tonight. found it yeah it is it is isn't it isn't it it is isn't it oh, hi there so you want to get into professional wrestling but you just don't know how to do it well I can show you how all you have to do is dial one. 976 R A S S L E R. That's 1976 Rassler. I'll teach you the ins and outs, the ups and downs, everything you need so that you can just explode onto the wrestling scene. Just remember that number. It's 1976 R A S S L E R. That's 1. 976 Rattler. Make sure you call today. I'll be waiting for you. Calls to 1976 Rattler are $29.95 per second. All major credit cards are accepted. Yeah. And I'd come back singing the rest of the song. <laughs> 
every single time. Why? Well, because it's one of my favorite love songs of all time. But oh yeah, I come back. Since we've been together, love me forever. Oh yeah, every single time, every single time. But I mean, like, no, you don't understand, okay? This man would come up with these off the top of his head, and he wouldn't tell us. He would just say, wait till you see what I've got ready for for Tuesday night, or wait till you see what I have for Thursday night, Kate. And I'd be like, oh, God, what are you doing to me now? He said, you better take your puffer. You better take your damn puffer. I didn't take my damn puffer, by the way. And he says, because if you don't, yeah, you're going to have to mute. And I'm like, I always have to mute. So like, no, right really, really. Right now, what I'd like to do is go back and tell the story how this program was formed, how oh, how Steve Steve became a part of this program. Later on, I will t- when we have some more people here, I will tell the story of how I met Steve Kane and my interactions with him, my, um, including my our last interaction. My story is really short. I can tell you both real quick, but he has to tell the beginning of the story. I can't tell mine until he tells the beginning. So. My brother came to me in, oh, God, it must have been June or July 2013, and he said, hey, there's a podcast that I need you to go be a co- guest co-host on. And it's like, it's like what, what, what do you mean, what? podcast? It's like, what, what? what? He was like, all you got to do is call this number or call in from the computer with a headset. Little did I know I needed a headset till months later on. Um, yeah. <laughs> but... Yes, uh, it on. started. It started with uh, Josh and Cody and another network, and it broke away from that. And my brother decided that he was going to break. They were going to do their thing, and we were going to break off and do our own. And he said, "Can you do this?" And I said, "Well, I said, do I have to run everything? Because I don't know what I. I didn't know the first clue about running this studio in 2013. I had no clue. I had no clue." It is, uh, but I I had no clue. So Brandon and Steffers ran it, and in October 2013, we launched, and I don't even remember how many weeks it was that I hosted by myself and and had guests, and was like, okay, well, this was fun, and then uh, Katie came along and was a regular caller. No. And I... That was a regular caller. Actually, at first, at first, no, at first I was a regular in the chat. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call in, just because sometimes when they have a big name on, and and I get all geeky in 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 the chat, and I start crying, and then I was useless. So we had to <laughs> um, stop. I stopped doing that first. <laughs> um, I don't know how many weeks it took me to talk, convince Steve Kane to join, and after he joined and got comfortable with it, we were off to the races. Um, it was Kate. It was Steve and I to start, and we felt that Tank Girl as we called her back then was such a good fit that we made her the female co-host and she ran the chat and we have not done Mm -hmm. the chat in in years. Um, For the main reason there was one of our haters. Let me tell this story. There was a hater that got in one night and sent the most disgusting puke pornography that I've ever seen. And I've never seen anything like that. And it was the most disgusting thing in my life. So I made a decision with Steve Kane and Katie to say, Hey, we don't get many people in the chat anymore anyway. We're just going to shut it down for now. Something actually disgusted you? Honey, uh, it was like the game people. The of pe- disgust? Y- yeah. I mean, oh, wow. um, 
So in 2013, we had some big guests. Uh, 2014 was a huge year for us. Uh, my brother booked up guests left and right. I mean, we had Scotty Riggs. We had Nikki Knuckles, Eric Freedom, um, C.W. Anderson. Um, Sin, well, Sinbody came later on, but I mean, the list of the laundry list of names that have been on this program is a mile long. I can sit there and rattle them off all my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my the way I got into it was, yeah, Kate, call in. All right, I called in. They liked my voice. Okay, um, I, I get a message all of a sudden, like a private message in the chat. Um, would you mind announcing the chat? Yeah, I can do that. Would you mind saying who's on air? Oh, I can do that too. Then all of a sudden, about two weeks later, you know, we really like what you're doing. The guests love you. Would you like passwords to the studio? We need you to screen callers. And I'm like, I've never done that before. Well, now you're doing it. Get to learning. And I'm like, okay, no big deal. All right. I already know. I already know the, the studio. Having done a few shows with, with Brandon and Steffers on, on the graveyard, and I had also done a couple of shows on Back to Basics as well for a good two or three years by then. And I'm like, all right, I'll figure this out. And Okay, you push this button, you push this button. And then you push their name. I'm like, okay, I can do that. And then, it, yeah, and then, all right, you have a job. You know that. You're not going anywhere. You're stuck with us. So all of a sudden, seriously, one day I got the, you're stuck with us letter. You know, you usually get the come to Jesus message. No. I got that you're stuck with us, period, at the end. And I'll tell you straight up, one of my very, very, very first interviews was Mr. Eaton, Bobby Eaton. Buggers knew all about Mr. Bobby Eaton. Oh, no, that, honey, that came, several, that came several years later. We'll talk Are more about sure? that. In a, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, very no, sure. No, but I, but let me get it out, okay? Okay. okay. All right. One of the, one of the funnies they did to me. Okay, I I I knew a little bit about him. I grew up watching him with my uncle Cliff, so I kind of knew who he was. So I did I did my research and everything else. Had a bunch of great questions for him, and I was getting one word answers. So after getting one word answers for the half an hour, forty five minutes, I'm like, oh boy, what's going on here? And they're like, oh, we didn't tell you. I go, tell me what. Oh, you didn't know? I'm like, what? Um, Bobby doesn't really talk. He does his talking in the wrestling ring. And I'm like, you bastards. <laughs> I was you even bastards. shocked by that. I didn't know. Um, he's a very quiet person no. and individual. He's been like that I for had... many, many, many decades. I mean, that was that was the time I actually, I, I did my research anyway. But I actually did some serious research on the man. And I had questions and inquiries and and this and and that and how would you do this and how would you do, you know I had actual questions and I was getting them I don't know uh huh well that's nice you know and I'll just like you buggers one of you your the whole fa- time. one of your favorite interviews that we did right after we hired you um, it was right uh, around New Year's 2014 uh, we actually had to record on a special day for it was with Nigel McGinnis. <laughs> that was fun. One of the most uh, one of the most iconic clips that I don't even know if it's still out there roaming on the internet. I'm sure I have it somewhere. 
Um, Madman Pondo, Pink Pubes. Oh. That's got to be, you might have to search for that. You might have to actually have to search for that interview, period. I couldn't even tell you where we were when that happened. But that, that, oh, my God, they, they almost killed me with that, literally. They almost, sent, they almost sent me to the damn hospital with that interview just because I couldn't breathe. By the end of the show, I couldn't breathe. They're checking at me. Kate, are you all right? Kate, are you okay? I can't breathe, Mother Chucker. I can't breathe. Well, get to breathing. We're coming back from break. Hurry up. Um, I don't know what year it was that we added the second show. We felt that one show a week was just not enough to do interviews and try to cover all of the insanity going on in the wrestling world. Um, there were also some personal interviews that I did in the very beginning, uh, even Steve did, that were very personal, very deep. Um, one of them was the story of the, um, my side of the story about what happened between myself and Ed Schumann. And, um, yeah, that needed to be done. Yeah. It's, um, he definitely brought the detractors. We did the a couple Ed Schumann Memorial uh, podcasts. We had a lot of people call in for that. Um, we have done some of those for other people like Botch and other people that we have lost. Steve was very good with organizing those. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the other early guests, my God, I mean, you go back and look at that list. B. Brian Blair. Um, mm. Like I said, Scotty Riggs, that was in it. See Brian Blair, okay? By the end of that first in- interview, we had people thinking that see Brian Blair and myself were going to meet up in Vegas. <laughs> it all he's going to put a baby in you. Vegas. Yeah, gonna, he's going to put a little BBB in me. Yep. Um, <laughs> Scotty Riggs' interview was very interesting. That He's a very interesting individual. We have met some of the biggest names and had some of the biggest names on this podcast. Um, I go back and look at the one-year anniversary, which had Road Warrior Animal uh, that mm-hmm. told Katie to sit in the corner and look pretty. Yep. Little um, lady, just go sit in the corner and look pretty and let the adults talk. Now, yeah. there came a certain point in my brother's life <laughs> that he could no longer handle the week-to-week booking of scheduling all the guests that needed to be scheduled for this podcast, so Steve and I took it on ourselves. That's when things really started to get interesting. It was in about year one, year one and a half. We went from doing two hours live to four hours live. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost killed them for it. Almost killed you for it too. Oh yeah. Well, we were doing no, we were doing three hours live with a one hour after party. So yeah, four hour show. And I, I and, oh yeah, I it, I almost killed you. And but we usually had four guests lined up that night, or at least three. Three yep. and. Those yeah, are some and, of my fav- favorite shows yeah. that we ever did because we learned so much from all those people that we had on. And then we had those moments where we were like, four-hour shows, I have no freaking life. I have to tell sorry, no, um, I'm on air tonight. No, sorry, um, I have to watch this, 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 and this. Oh, I can't <laughs> do my podcast tonight. No, I have to. I have to research this person. No, you don't understand. This person's coming on saying, "No, no, no." I mean, oh my God. 
Kate, you have no life. You're right. I have no life. My life belongs to Sean and Steve. Yep, that's it. Um, it was right after the first anniversary that there was the incident that happened with me that brought in another co-host that didn't last long because Katie and Katie and Steve knew I was going to push this guy out one way or another. Either they were going to help do it or I was going to do it on my own accord. I love you, Phil. I do. Phil, wherever you are, we've, we have sorted out our differences. Phil has grown up, finally. Yeah, we, we had to co-parent Phil, too. But um, Phil had, Phil's doing well. Phil's working his arse off during this pandemic. He's lucky he gets one day a week off, if he's lucky. I've, I've, known, I've known Phil to work 45 hours in a row without a break. Like, I've, I've, I've heard him doing two weeks solid without, without a day off. But, yeah, um, working with Phil was very interesting. Phil had his own ideas. Okay, and there were times where we clashed, but there were times where we didn't, but a lot of the times we were clashing, so we had to move on from Phil, and well, he was the small on our end ever, which is the best we can do, and actually, I think we worked with him twice, didn't we? Um, I think so. We tried to work, pass yeah. things up and work with him again, but uh, yeah. at the end of the day, and I don't mean this to sound egotistical, he was not going to replace me. I was one of the original founding fathers of this yeah. program. So, yeah. oh, <laughs> Even I told him that. There's no way. Same, I, I told him the same thing I told Eastman. Um, first of all, uh, I don't have the clout to do that. Second of all, you have no right to ask me to fire anybody. anybody. Third of all, and I'm going to use an F-bomb. We normally don't, but he's not here, so I can't, I can't get called a bad girl. It was basically a, fuck you, I'm not doing what you tell me. You know, like East, Eastman, I have no respect for you. Okay, but don't come to my email box and say, well, I'll stop my shit if you, if you fire him, and I want him publicly fired, and this is what I want you to say. And he wrote me something to say. And I'm like, you know what? It's the end of this conversation. Goodbye. You know, and he even tried to I wish you well on your endeavors. And I'm just like, no, you don't. No, you don't. He says, fine, take the Mike Awesome Challenge. And I'm just like, you bastard. Oh, the joys, I tell you. The joys. Um, now, the other things that this podcast created or was able to create, obviously, there was a lot of controversy with the other show. <laughs> That's why it was called Rampage Rants. Uh, Monday Night Mayhem, Tuesday Night Turmoil, Thursday Night Turmoil. Um, yeah. We did some Friday nights that were Fatality Fridays. Yep. That show covered everything that Steve, Katie, and I felt needed to be covered in the professional wrestling business. And there were times that that show got very controversial. Very. Um, mm-hmm. well, it needed I to be done. Messaging. Yeah. How many times did I message the chat? Really? Really, boys? Really? Yes, Katie. What? <laughs> no, he just did not say that. Yes, he did. And I'm like, no, Steve didn't just say that. Yes, he did, Kate. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh yeah. It, there were just times where it, was, where it was unfathomable to me what would happen on our show. I was just like, is this happening right now? Can can I get confirmation? Can I please get confirmation that that was just said? Yes, Katie, that was just said. Holy crap. I need, I need a minute. Excuse me. You know? 
Well, look but at all yeah, the it, sexual assault we covered on this program on the program. Mm-hmm. Look at all of the promoters that did shady business we covered on this program. Disaster in Dudleyville will always be remembered. And I, I, yeah. I actually am glad that that happened because we met Paul Eubanks out of it. Um, yeah, and there was Michelle the one, Uncle Paul. Um, what was it? Yeah, I missed Uncle Paul, too. Um, there was another one, too, Nightmare in Canada. Remember? Uh, yes, Hardcore Road Trip 2, where the guys got stuck in yeah. Canada. That'll never be forgotten. And we got the yeah. insider yeah, clues but, on all of this. We were one of the yeah, first people to cover mother, all of it. All, all you mother truckers were brought back to where you needed to be, and who drove you home? Canadians. So we fixed it in the end. It's true. Um, home. Well, I didn't drive home, not personally. But the, yeah, second anniver- <laughs> the second anniversary was... John, imagine it was me, you and Steve. What if it, imagine it was me, you and Steve this weekend going to your show. Just imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could... Uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. no, I would be having to keep you away from Christopher Daniels and Lance Archer because, number one, you want to climb a tree, and number two, you like bald guys. I love, oh, Lance Archer has a mohawk that's really, really nice. And yeah, it, I could climb him like a tree. <laughs> Crystal Daniels isn't as tall as he looks, okay? I've, I've seen him from across the street. Crystal Daniels is about 5'8", five, 5'9", five, approximately. And then when you got Lance Archer, that's, all, that's about, what, 6'5"? And about uh, three feet tallest. full of muscle. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I'll climb that tree and swing from the branches any day. So, yeah. Mm, Um, I'm not quite sure. I don't have everything in front of me to remember who was on the anniversaries for two, three, four, and five, and all of that. Um, But we've had some of the biggest guests here that that we could have. Um, We had Gangrel here, and we had um, the the Godfather. And Rhino. uh, We had Rhino. No, we did not have Rhino. We have never spoken to Rhino, but we talked to. Um, just so many people that have, you know, Joel Gertner became a regular on this program. Thanks to Steve. So many others because Steve saw the vision that I had for this program and wanted to carry that out with me and carry out the brother, my the vision that my brother had. Um, we, had Vern I, Gagne. Uh, we did not have Vern Gagne. We had Ox Baker on right before he died. Um, so that was Steve, very special. Steve, I need you to come here and correct this boy. Um, so <laughs> many people, you know, Terry Garvin Sims, um, people that we have lost, yeah. Diane Von Hoffman. Yeah. She was Moondog Fifi. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had Diane Hoffman on about 10 days before she left us. Well, the funny thing about that is there was one night there was – I don't remember who the other girl that was on w- with us, with her. She pretty much told, called the girl a sissy. I thought that was the best yeah. thing that ever <laughs> – I don't know if you remember that, but oh, my God. And, and this girl's messaging me, and she's like, what did I do wrong? I was like, I cannot control Diane Von Hoffman. I'm sorry. I wish I could. <laughs> I got told – I got – I got told in no uncertain terms to shut my mouth. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. And I, I got Sean in my inbox. Do what she says. Do what she says. Do what she says. Okay. All right. Okay. So I just I just let her go. I just go, go, go. Okay. And? And then what happened? 
And then what, and why don't you tell me how you really feel? You know, there was really no, nowhere I could go with this woman because I'm not going to say she wasn't a fountain of information because that would be a lie, but nobody talks more than I do. I talk. <laughs> it's what I do. I mean, I, ha- I used to have a shirt that said, my mother got it for me. Thanks, Mom. It said, help, I'm talking and I can't shut up. Okay, so, so for me to be told to shut my pretty little mouth, and you know, again, and I think one time, shut your pretty hole, or something of that nature. But yeah, um, woman was sober. I'll be right back, Katie. I got a screen to call. Yeah. Yeah, she was sober, and it was just, okay, um, what do I do here? And Steve's just like, just keep going. Just keep going. But I can't. She won't let me talk. It doesn't matter. Just keep going. But I can't. That's right. You can't talk. You're not supposed to be talking right now. It's her turn to talk. And I'd be like, okay, Miss Hoffman, go ahead. And there was not much I could do about it. And like, and I'm telling you, she, not two weeks later, the woman got. And I felt like a bag of shit. Straight up. I felt, I mean, I didn't feel that I treated her exactly the way she needed to be treated because I wasn't used to such a guest that was going to take over my show. And I didn't feel threatened. Of course I didn't feel threatened because, well, she's here and she's going to be gone. But, yeah, um, to be told to shut up, I mean, I mean, I was waiting for her to shut your whore mouth, but I didn't get it. Okay. <laughs> All <laughs> it was, right, Katie. I mean, well, are, you, are you sure? Hold on, hold on a second. Are you sure it wasn't me she called a sissy? <laughs> um, no, it w- well, it might have been you, but it was also the other girl wrestler because I had you and the other girl wrestler in my inbox. And they're like, this this lady is so mean. I was like, no, honey, she's old school. Um, no, speaking I said, of old school, I said, does, ever, does she ever shut up? Is what I said. And you said, speaking oh, no. of old school, I want to introduce a woman that I would not know without Steve Kane, who I had the privilege of meeting just a few short weeks ago in my oh. last vacation to California. She is the Royal Hawaiian, Miss April. Aloha. Hi, Sean. Hi, Kate. Aloha. Hello, How are you? I'm well, doing for perfectly wonderful. I am perfectly wonderfully awesome. How are you? Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm mm-hmm. good. Just uh, kind of still suffering with my sciatica, but I'm in sunny Cal, and I'm by the pool, so I can't complain. <laughs> Ooh. Well, uh, I am glad that I, April. I am glad I am not in Palm Springs this week. Uh, 117 yes, you to are 120. Right. Oh my Ooh. God! 120, <laughs> you would not be having a good time. No, it is crazy. Um, yeah, but, it's yeah. about 91 where I am, so it's nice. It's that, I'm still, that I, I love, deal with. I love 80 degrees. 80 degrees is perfect, but even 91, because where I am, there's a breeze, and we're close to the mountains, and I got the pool, so I, no complaints, you know. So, now, um, so how, I have to be honest. Before um, I knew Steve Kane, well, before Steve Kane introduced us to all of you, I didn't really know a lot about Glow. I heard about it in, you know, just reading stuff over the years and doing you know, wrestling research. Um, so mm-hmm. I feel guilty that I didn't know everything about the Glow Girls, but we, we got such a relationship with you guys because of Steve and, and because, you know, Katie and I are so laid back and know our stuff that you guys have been on the show probably more than anybody in the history yeah. of the entire podcast. 
<laughs> yes, I know. Steve would call and go, help, I need somebody. <laughs> you know, can you get me some girls? And I'm like, yeah, a little bit of notice would be nice. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. what I should do. I no, you think uh, I could just pull him out of my hat? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he yes, was yes, wonderful. Yes. I mean, he gave us a lot of airtime, and we got to get. I mean, we had one. The one show was, um, well, was kind of uniting a few of the girls, and I think there was about five of us on the show at that time. Are you guys still there? Oh yeah, we're here. Yep. we're still here. Oh, okay, we're here. Um, Sure it is. was, I think there was about five of us, and I, I know it was like uh, like Lightning, myself, Chainsaw, I think Hollywood came in and out, and then a couple others, Steve Brian Blair. five or six of us. And yeah, and B. Brian, Brian Blair. Brian Blair. Yeah, he, he was on yeah. one of the shows with us. But, yeah, well, you know, when you get so many of us, it's like, oh, my gosh, all of us talking over each other. And, <laughs> you know, I learned so oh, much we, from the shows. Yeah. We wrangled well, that pretty really good that night. We wrangled you yeah. to get that. We had to. That. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because we learned so much, or at least I did, because, I, you know, like I was only on the show for the pilot and the first season, but I learned so much when yeah. we do the shows, you know, when we do the interviews and I get to hear the other girls' stories and all that fun stuff. But you get four or five glow girls and it's kind of hard to get a word in edgewise, <laughs> you know. So as I started helping Steve with getting some of the girls, I told him, okay, I'll come on and then I'm just going to sit back and listen because, you know, I want to hear what they all have to say and, you know, I've been on, so I don't need to really, you know, tell a whole lot unless it comes, something comes up, you know, but that's how I learned a lot of my, you know, glow stuff of, of the later years, you know, and then of course we did the, um, the uh, Sally, the farmer's daughter memorial tribute on your guys' show. And that was like eight of us, right? I think we had about, Oh, uh, man. I think that night we might, we might have even had 12 to 15 of you. They, they kept maybe, coming and maybe, coming and fans kept so coming. And... Yeah. Well, we had, we had all, all the different girls, but so many of them like um, wanted to come on. Beastie called me. Um, Jungle woman called me. Um, uh, Tulsa. Um, let's see who was uh, um, hot rod. Annie, that was Andrea. And they were all working and stuff. So he said, oh, bummer. The time just doesn't coincide, you know. So right. you probably will get a, a couple calls in from some of them. But those are kind of the ones that said, say hi and send our condolences, you know, to Sheila and, and her and their family and all the all of you guys, of course, you know, yeah. you and Katie and everybody else. But, yeah, he will be missed. It was, you know, it was a great mm-hmm. opportunity for us. And, you know, for the Glow Girls that did take advantage of coming on the show with you guys that, you know, Steve and I kind of, you know, became long distance friends and, and, you know, shared, shared outside stories. It wasn't just about wrestling in the radio show anymore, you know, so that was, that was kind of nice. And, you know, just to be able to, you know, share what's going on and, and things like that. So it's, you know, you guys can can call me every now and then. What's that? And I, and I gained like 30 amps. <laughs> like thirty fans? Yeah. No, aunties. Oh, I yeah, got like aunties. thirty. Aunties. Oh, I thought you said I have fans. Thir- yeah. I, say, yes, I have fans. I have no aunties. 30, yes, she's 30, so cute. I have thirty glowing <laughs> aunties. I know. Cause she'll 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 text me on message and says, "Bye, Auntie April." <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, I don't I, 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 I,
I, yeah, uh, you don't I, even know. You don't even Sean, shut up. You don't even know. Yeah, I knew a little bit of a little bit about Glow. I got to see Glow growing up here and there because well, I didn't get the channel, right? So right. when the first time Steve said to me, he goes, Are you interested in interviewing Glow Girls? I go, Are you serious? She's like, Yeah, it's a heart attack. And I go, Really? Who? And he gave me he gave me a list one day and I'm like, You're kidding me. I I, I I've only ever heard these names. I don't know <laughs> don't worry about it. I got you. You're good. <laughs> and, and that was the thing, you know, if, if a big name came in, that's what Steve was able to do. Steve was able to calm me down from that because yeah, I, I get all excited and then I cry and then I'm not I'm not of use to anybody. So um, <laughs> I had to, yeah, I had to breathe the first time we had a gaggle of glow girls on here. I have to admit yeah. my perception of glow was changed because, um, you know, there were a lot of people in the wrestling world that called glow a joke and, and it was, mm-hmm. it was showgirls and not a lot of talent and it wasn't as serious as the LPWA or some of the other all women's groups from back then. And my perception, honestly, on it was changed because I didn't know what to think. Because I, I even told April when I saw her, I was like, man, that glow ring you guys had was different looking. It wasn't like a regulation ring <laughs> that the, the State Athletic Commission would have approved of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, well, uh, you our know, show was, you know, was a little bit different than the, yeah. the other shows that were around because it was, it was for TV and it was the combination of the wrestling and the skits and the, the dancing and the music videos and all that other stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was like your traditional wrestling show. So it right. was different. It's better. So, yeah. Um, better. Now, I know April and I talked about this a little bit, but I didn't get to ask all the questions that I wanted. Um, you were on the pilot of Glow. You were on season one. Um, there's a different, folks, there's a difference between the pilot and season one. You record the pilot to get it sent to the TV station to make sure that they actually want to air the damn thing. Um, right. We have to sell it. So that's what they right. had to do. They had to get the pilot recorded in order to sell the show because it was syndicated. A thousand yeah. girls at that tryout, you end up being, becoming, after you're trained by Mondo Guerrero, one of the head trainers of Glow. Yes, and there was 12 uh, of them. So they were, they were looking for 12 girls. So I was one of 12 of which at that audition, um, myself and Jeannie Hollywood were at that audition in Hollywood at the Hyatt hotel. And then they had other, you know, auditions and such. But so we were two of the original 12 girls and that's what they used to make the pilot in order to go to the conventions and have something to show the stations on, okay, don't you want to see these girls on TV? You know? And so that was the show that we filmed in 1985. So that was done in December of 1985 in order to sell the show. And then season one came out in 1986. And then myself and Americana were the trainers for season one. And then once we, you know, hired new girls for season one, then we trained them to then do the shows live in Vegas every Saturday for season one. And then of course went on to two and three and four. So, yeah, so it was, it was very exciting and, you know, we didn't know what we were doing. We were flying by the seat of our pants and nobody See, had and a I little manual. Even, I didn't even realize it was that early. I thought glow was like 1990 and um, man. No, that's, that's, when that's, it started. Yeah. 
85. Well, I, I, I want to say it was like September, October-ish, which is when the auditions were held. And then we trained for like three months, and then we filmed in December 85, and then it came on the air in 86. I was 12. Well, and then I wasn't even agree- I, I was I was <laughs> a gleam in my daddy's yet, eye, right? but that was about all. <laughs> Yeah, I was 12 years old. <laughs> I was 12 years old, and yeah, I did get to see it. I was in grade eight. I remember it. I told her, of course, I remember. How can I forget anything like that? But I mean, I'll I'll tell you straight up, wrestling saved my life more than once. Well, so, we've heard that several times at um, wrestling events and yep. comic cons and yep. such, where we've had fans yeah. come up to us and. Have been at our booths crying and telling us that Glow saved their life because they were ready to commit suicide, and and yeah. that's why I do I do some work with Carol Castle with um, the um, suicide prevention organization that mm-hmm. she works with. But we've had people you know get, tell us mine their life stories. You know, yeah, my so. wasn't what's even that when when I found wrestling, my my parents were going through a divorce. When I found difficult times, huh? And, yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, I used to play chase with the boys through the woods, right? And well, one day I looked up and I said, "Hey, that twelve, that twelve foot fence wasn't there two days ago." And yeah, I ended up hanging off of it by my wrist, and I went oh to class gosh. the next day with a big gouge in my wrist. And I can tell you straight up exactly when it was because this is how I remember it. And I was reading the paper. And WrestleMania was coming to Toronto for April 1st, and it was Hogan and, and Ultimate Warrior. Okay? And there was all, yeah, and there was also going to be a Saturday night's main event that weekend as well. So my teachers, because we had a teacher's aide, right, and they're sitting there talking amongst each other, right? And I'm the first one in the class, so of course I was the first one got the newspaper and the coffee. And I said, Katie, is there something you want to tell us? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they said, look at your wrist. I said, yeah, the fans just up. There's nothing happening. It didn't even bleed. Leave it alone. I said, it's not near anything. I told them what happened. I said, I was climbing a fence, and I got caught on the top of the fence. They called me a liar, and I said, I said, look, it's Friday morning, and there's wrestling on tomorrow night. Do you really think I'm going to miss <laughs> Saturday night's main event? I, 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 are you kidding me? And I said, not only that, I said, Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior are going to be at Skydome this weekend. I says, I'm supposed to be going, but the guy I was, I was going out with at the time took his brother. So needless to say, I, didn't, I wasn't going out with that guy for very much longer. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I told him straight up, no, I have wrestling to watch tomorrow night. Who are you fooling? Yeah. No. Uh, well. Yeah. Wrestling literally saved. It did. It did save my life. It's just like I said, when I first started watching wrestling, my parents were just okay, and when they split, it was all I had. Really, literally, it was all I had. And that's how so it was with me, because mm-hmm. I I I got the tickets from Road Warrior Hawk right after their divorce and moving in with Dad and had a hard time living with Dad and um just that every month that was the escape. Get down here and know that that show was happening and, and all my problems were gone for three hours. And exactly. That was enough of a, an escape and everybody's like, well, I can't understand. You've got cerebral palsy. You've got all this. Why would you, you know, you, because it's an escape. What do you mean? Why? What do you mean? Why? Why? 
why don't you come watch and you'll see why. That's all I say to people. Oh, what what is the allure of wrestling? Why don't you watch it? Well, well what do you recommend? What do you recommend? People, people ask that after I got show. involved. They're like, why mm-hmm. why be involved? And I'm like, um, because it's fun. Why not? And yeah. and and it's the and it's the only sport where you can actually hit somebody and get away with it, and not go to jail. <laughs> and get paid. Really? <laughs> and get paid. And get paid. And yep. and get hated if you're as good as me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know why. I, I don't. I'd want to be. I, I I'd probably be the anti-hero. You know, like, kind of like Tommy Dreamer is. Where you love me and you hate me at the same time. You can't be sure. <laughs> I would no, be, the, I'd be more like Rosemary, I think. But, yeah. The one thing that is um, hopefully going to come out within, you know, it's going to take time to produce. But April has some projects in the works that we're going to hopefully see prosper in the next couple of years. Um, yeah. It's, you know. And she's still involved in the business. Everybody was like, oh, well, these glow girls are done. No, they're still active people. Um, no, and my know. guy, so Otto Von Clutch, is, he's got his uh, application in with WWE right now. He's, uh, he's in the process right now. So that's going on. And that's then cool. I just actually, um, I even got a, a call just the other night from somebody as far away as India, you guys. <laughs> And well, India is not doing well, you know, with their state. But, yeah, someone offered me, they wanted me to come and do something in one of their shows there. So uh, right now I'm not entertaining it because of the state of India. But, you know, I was well, kind of flattered. Um, I was like, well, thank you for to, reaching out. To, to go that Thanks far, you better be getting me. your money up front. I know you're a smart girl, so I don't have of to tell course. you that. Of course. You know how um, yep. The other great thing yeah. that April was even a part of, we actually kind of did a, a round table with the Glow Girls, and we did some other yeah. round tables on this program. My, some of my favorite nights and memories will be going back with Steve Kane, who literally did the same thing I did when we booked these. We did promoters round tables, and one of the first ones we did, we had promoters from Australia calling in. It was the, the UK. Yes, I mean it was. They were up so yep. early. I, I was like, I, I can't even thank you enough for calling this number at this early of the morning in, in your country. Um, those are some of my favorite memories because Steve and I would sit there and we get off that thing and we'd compare notes. And now we've got different yep. ideas that we can take to our promotion because Steve promoted yep. events with me here in Illinois. We'll talk more about mm-hmm. that in a little bit. But I mean, not only that, but Steve, uh, Steve, Steve would say this too. Katie got to learn a whole boatload of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Katie, Katie also in the eight years, eight, almost eight years that this program is going on has learned some of the, the wrestling terms. And it's funny because her and I will have a conversation and she'll pull one out and I'll be in shock that she used it. I'm like, wait a minute. You I talk all the time. Okay, Bernadette lives downstairs. She, she's, she's part of a promotion here in Toronto. And, I mean, like, her and I could sit there and, and talk some of, some of the phrases and whatnot. And, like, it's a work. It's not a work, you know, or whatever. Or he's a smart, stuff like that, right? And people will be looking at us going, 
what, what did you say? What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, and I'll, just, and, and I'll just be like, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that Steve, that Katie and I will never forget with Steve is when he'd stall on a question, um, or, 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 um, or, um, 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 no, talking to Steve Kane is like watching, is like watching, um, a sports interview where the kids don't know what to say. Uh, um, like I will sit here, we'll sit here and, and we'll count them. And if you get more than seven, oh my God. <laughs> How many total years have you guys been on game now? of it one night. We no, did. You're good. You're good. <laughs> That's funny. So, how many total years have you been on with Steve? Um, Almost eight. October would have been our eighth year altogether. Eighth year. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's been it's been a wonderful ride, and like we said, nobody can replace him. And as I put in the description, um, he'll always have a seat at this table. But we are not going to let this show die. Um, he would come back and haunt me for the rest of my life and the rest of Katie's life if yeah. we let that happen. So, yeah. so uh, uh-oh, we got an echo now. Okay, it's gone. Oh. Um, sometimes that happens. Feedback. Okay. The system is not perfect. Okay. Blog talk is not perfect. We have learned that many times. Steve used to yell at this thing more than I could count. Um, he got me more free months oh. on this uh, platform more than I can count because he gets pissed oh, and he'd fire he off talk. some of the meanest emails you'd ever see in your life. But yeah, it worked. He was good for that. For which, whatever reason, he was good at that. Didn't matter. Well, he wanted yeah. the problem fixed. Unfortunately, when we started this process in 2013, uh, the system was a lot better than what it is now. They've made updates and improvements and They've taken away features and added features, and we used to be able to get international callers. They have a hard time calling anymore, so it's it's been a mess with the system. It's not perfect, but it's it is what it is. It's what we've used all these years, and I don't know any other system or don't have the setup for other systems. So this is what we yeah. use. Yeah, that's, yeah, we were we were going to do that too. We were going to use another platform other than other than Blog Talk Radio. We were talking about that as well. But well, we tried that one time, here. if you remember, with uh, Marcus, and that totally backfired in our face. We had to go to Prosper right yeah. away. I was like, we're, we're on air and not even being heard. We're I not even recording. That. I remember. No, no. Oh. Yeah, that was a, it was a process to learn his system, okay. and then when I found out that it wasn't working properly, I was like, I'm done. It's like, I'll go back to uh-huh. the system that I know works. Um, one of the nights we had uh, – uh, we had a uh, trios night. Katie, do you remember the, the, the trios nights that we had with the two trios tag teams and like one of them yes. screamed something so obscene. I had to like hit the beeper as soon as I could and mute him. I had to, I had to yeah. hit the mute button at the, and the, and the mute button at the same time. It seemed oh, wow. like, what the hell did he just say? We, I don't know. Steve. We have a, we have a bleep button. Yes. <laughs> well, then, I, that, then, huh? I, then I am not privy to this information because I would have went bleep on Sean how many times in seven years? Bleep, bleep. <laughs> um, you, think I'm, you, you people think I'm obscene? No, 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 no. That's another thing, too. Sean and I were disgusted. Okay. You have to understand. Sean and I are disgusting. 
when we get to talking sometimes. And to the point where we'd get Steve be like, okay, I'm going to go be sick now. <laughs> we can't do that anymore. I mean, doing it, doing it to each other just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> we know That's each other funny. too well for that to work. But one of the things, yeah. one of the most obscene nights that we had in this program's history oh, no. was actually thanks to my brother, myself, and Steve Kane. It was the infamous roast of Kenny the Star Maker Bowling. Oh, wow. Oh, my I got roasted by Jim Cornette that night and told to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes, yes, I you know it. you guys. Oh, yes, I'm I getting, did. I yes, keep yes. getting a call, and I think I'm going to need to take it. My my son is in the hospital right now. So oh, no, we're sorry my, to I hear don't that. Well, April, we appreciate no, you calling. I don't the number, so. Yeah, we appreciate you calling, April. We, I, thank you guys, and keep in touch with me and let me know. If there's anything oh. else you guys need, and I, I've been in touch yeah. with Sheila, so, you know, send my deepest sympathies yeah. to everybody. And we'll miss and you, but we, will, we yeah. will continue to do what we what we can, you know. And if there's anything else, you guys know how to reach me and get in touch with me. Yes, we will line up okay. another date with you, April, I need to get in with touch you with and the rest anyways. of the Glow Girls. I, I need to get in, okay, need guys. To get in touch with her anyways, because I'll, people, I only have two chemo treatments left, and then... Oh, good. I'm done. Good so don't All right, April. So hear uh, we will let you to your emergency. Okay, Thank I'll you. Bye bye. you guys soon, and you guys have a good evening. Talk to you later. Aloha. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. We are going to actually take a song break at this time while I fire some messages out and uh, Katie fires yeah, some time. messages yeah. out long to see who's going to win. You know what? You know what's really funny? You want to hear something really funny? I, well, you use an HDI and my cord and, and magic. There's glow girls on my screen right now doing their rap. <laughs> Darren likes glow girls, too. All right, who's been on looking at glow girls first? Mine or yours? Uh, long time running. Well, all right. Slow all right, we will be bit. right back in about four and a half minutes. You are listening to mm-hmm. Wrestling Authority Radio, the remembering of Steve Kane. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Mother, tell you things Love, love When I'm gone Who you talking to She telling you I'm the one It's a great mistake I'm wide awake Driving straight down Weather man with fingers cut It pokes it out It pulls it in It don't know why It's the same mistake It's been a It's been a long, long time coming. It's well worth the wait. 
my friend and you'll get left out in the car same mistake it's been a Saturday night, June 26th, at the Champ Cooper Elementary School in beautiful Ponchatoula, Louisiana, it's Stimulus Check Wrestling. Yep, we're putting our stimulus checks together, and we're going to have a wrestling show, featuring some down-on-his-luck XWCW guy that we can get for under 100 bucks, and a few other guys we can pay 10 bucks a piece for. That's Saturday night, June 26th, unless the zombie apocalypse is caused by the virus. That's Champ Cooper Elementary School in beautiful Ponchatoula, Louisiana. And Stimulus Check Wrestling, you don't want to miss it. All right, and we are back with with more of Wrestling Authority Radio remembering Steve Kane. What I'd like to read at this time is a statement from the original founder of this program, my brother Talon. Um, this this is going to be hard. Um, Steve, today, well, not today, but uh, this was actually posted right when we got the news. Um, Steve. Uh, the man in the sky decided that he needed you to be the booker more than what Sean did. And um, 
I just need you to make sure that you're going to take an eye. You and Ed Schumann are going to look down on Sean every now and again, and then you're going to look down on Sean and Katie doing the, the best they can, keeping this program alive for your legacy. You'll see forever, Miss. Godspeed as you join the WrestleMania in the sky. Yeah, the both of us have been in a loss since about February. Steve got sick in February. He got sick on his own show and had to go had to go quick to the ER. He thought he was getting better. They sent him home. He should have never sent him home because he'd be here now if they didn't send him home. Um, I miss him every single day. Every single. You don't understand, people. That would be the first message I'd wake up to. Hey, how you doing, sweetie? You know, like, I don't have that. Now I have, not that I mind and not that I care or will ever mind or care. Now I have Sheila every morning, every single morning. And it breaks my heart every time I talk to Sheila. It's everything she's going through right now. So if you guys want to send a thought and a prayer to Sheila, that would be my most appreciated because she needs us too. So I told her, I'm your family now. And that's that. Um, some of my first memories of Steve Kane were working in powerhouse wrestling with uh, Tim Lyle. He was the booker for Tim Lyle for many years. Um, my first professional interactions with Steve Kane were at a company that I started training with, uh, Wicked Wrestling Alliance. One of actually my first memories um, of being in the ring with Steve was I did a training seminar with Spike Dudley and um, Steve was in there to make sure that everything went okay between me and the guy that Spike put me in the ring with for a mock match to see what I could do. And I'll never forget Steve's advice. He says, you've got something here, kid. You need a lot more work. Um, we didn't see each other after Wicked Clothes for quite a while. In 2009, I um, decided that I wanted to go a different direction with a referee and didn't realize Steve was still working when I started the company, but found out that he still was working and uh, booked him on my third event. And it was then that the decision was made that he was he was going to help me run the company and, and make sure that everything was done right within that company um, most of the time. Everybody knows that there was that one screw-up, but, um, you know, um, I lost Ed Schumann in 2010, and I thought then that we were done. I said, I don't know how to bounce back from this. I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't see the company living another day. And then Eastman did everything he could to make sure that I was thrown out of the NWA as quickly as possible. Um, so that was, that was fun. And I, um, we brought the company back in 2012. It didn't go as we planned, but it took Steve Kane also helping me realize when my in-ring career ended in 2009 because of a medical condition, um, 
I had more to offer wrestling than just my body. He also pointed out that by the time that I was 19 years old, I had wrestled, managed, announced, and commentated, booked, promoted, everything that I had set out to do by the, t- by, by the time I turned 19. Um, it took Steve Kane making me realize after the screw-up in 2012 that the company could come back again, and it did. And um, he did not make that first show back in 2016. He, his ride failed him, but he was on the phone with me. We were we were running everything. Um, 2017, June 3rd, 2017, will now be the last event that I ever promoted with Steve Kane uh, in our company. Um, that's the night that we had Tracy's mothers. So I know that him and Tracy are just, He's happy to see Tracy. Tracy's happy to see him. He's happy to see Ed Schumann and all the other people that we have lost. Road Warrior Hawk, Road Warrior Animal, all of his friends that are up there. Um, And then the last event that I got to work with Steve, I actually, uh, he'd been retired. And I said, look, I said, I need you to come fill this gig for me. Um, I don't have anybody else. I need, I need you to down the stretch a couple more times for me. And um, we started working with Brian Blade's company. And the drive back from Janesville, Wisconsin, he even told Katie it was the most nerve-wracking experience of his life. Um, it was it was one of mine, too. Um, he loved being there, though. It meant the world to him that I would ask him to do that. And... We had some plans for last year that didn't end up happening because of COVID, and they were big plans. He was going to get to work with Rock and Roll Express. He hadn't seen them in years. Um, That was going to be my first time working with them. I was really excited about it. And um, I found myself, when I got the information about the show for this Saturday, wanting to message Steve and not being able to because I didn't want to upset his wife and I didn't want him upset that he might not be healthy enough to be able to be on the show. So I didn't tell him. I don't know if he knew dying that he knew everything that was going to happen this weekend. I don't never, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that day. You said to me, you know, if he's out of the hospital by the show, he's not allowed to go. I go, what do you mean he's not allowed to go? You're going to have, you are going to have to fight of your life on your hands to stop that man who can't go. Well, especially once he found out that Christopher Daniels was going to be there because Christopher Daniels, he trained with, yeah. with Sam DeSero back at Windy City Wrestling. Yeah. He's um, teasing me that he's going to get to meet him, and I'm not, okay? I mean, like, oh. Steve was actually going to be refereeing um, the match Saturday night with Christopher Daniels. If you needed Steve, Steve was there. It didn't matter what the reason was. Sean, you too, but I could, I mean, I'll never forget when I, when I, when I miscarried, Steve was there, okay? When I, I found out I had cancer, Steve was in the hospital, but I got you, Katie. Don't worry. I'm praying for you, Katie. Everything's going to be all right. Don't you worry. And those were basically the last words I got from Steve, from Sheila. Well... He's right. Everything's going to be okay. And I owe that to him. I owe um, that man a lot. He, 
he would get sick and he'd go to physical rehab and we thought everything was going to be great. I, at one point I even told Katie, I said, I expect him back within three months time. I said, if not, yep. if not shorter than that, because you're not going to be able to keep him off once he can talk and, and can watch wrestling <laughs> once, again. Yeah. Once he can talk, he's going to be on air. He's, I mean, we, we had Sheila hide his phone. Okay. He wasn't allowed to have his phone. Cause you know, there was a lot going on while he was in and we just didn't want him we didn't want him underwhelmed, overwhelmed, overwhelmed at all. We just wanted him to heal. And he should be here. Just like, it, it, it reminds, I'll tell you straight up what it reminds me of. It reminds me of our, our anniversary show when we lost Animal. That's what it reminds me of. You're supposed to be here. Well, he's also That's supposed to be here, here. tonight to, because... If he would have been here tonight, I wouldn't be doing this. We would be prepping everything for Saturday night, which um, I want to take a couple moments to talk about this. Um, Saturday night, it's a big event. It's, it's, I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than this. It's MWA Pro Wrestling's Great American Summer Tour. It invades Elgin, Illinois for MWA Showdown Saturday night, June 19th, Old Republic Kitchen and Bar, Elgin, Illinois. Gates open at 6, bell time is 7.30. It's brought to you by Modelo Beer, Old Republic Kitchen and Bar, and Corona Beer. Mmm, Corona. Um, it will feature special appearances by current All Elite Wrestling world-renowned stars, the Murderhawk Monster Lance Archer, and former SCU member now, the Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. The matches that have been announced for Saturday night are as followed. The MWA Heavyweight Championship is on the line when the reigning and defending MWA Heavyweight Champion Brian Blade defends his championship against the Murderhawk Monster, Lance Archer. I don't know what's going to happen in this, Katie. I, I could come back here next Thursday night and tell you we have a new MWA Heavyweight Champion. Very well could. Um, or not. It'll go well, either way. You, yes. Gorgeous Alex the Great Gretzky will meet the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. Gretzky? Yes. Alex the um, Great Gretzky. We have, yeah, we got Wayne Gretzky. You get that Gretzky. Okay. <laughs> uh, I hope he's a better wrestler than Wayne Gretzky. That's all I got to say. The MWA Women's Championship <laughs> will be on the line when the reigning and defending women's champion Morgan LeVade takes on Jade DeVille. It's the MWA Tag Team Championship grudge match. Reigning and defending MWA Tag Team Champions, the answer, Levi McDaniel and Van Johnson take on the challengers, the Rebel Hearts, Christian Temple, and Justin Gray. This match has been going on for several weeks now. Uh, several, Well, not weeks, but MWA ran in Nebraska this past weekend. This match happened at least twice in Nebraska. The rematch has been booked this Saturday night in Elgin, and I have already said as the board of directors chairman, there must be a winner in this match. No more bullshit. There's got to be a winner. Um, Mr. Fitness 2 will take on Chief Atakula Akula. Vinny Lee Glamrock will take on the All-American redneck Tyler Bodine. The debuting Miles Mercer with C-Red will take on Angel de la Mortez. And Angus McDuff will also be there, the drunken Irishman. I will be doing a very special tribute to Steve Kane in the ring that night. And I also want to announce at this time that the Wildman Beast will no longer be at MWA Showdown as he is not medically 
cleared to be there. Uh, we do wish him a speedy recovery. He will return to MWA soon. Godspeed. All right. I'll be right back, Katie. Got to screen some calls. Hi, who is this? No, Oops. I'm with you. <laughs> but, yeah, anything you needed of Steve Kane, Steve was there. He, he, yeah, and if he were here right now, he'd be flipping out. He'd be freaking out because he was talking about this weekend show. And, yeah, yeah, nerve-wracking drive. He, he got used to them. He wouldn't have been anywhere else. And I hate when Steve sees me by myself. I'm all by myself. And look at this game. I'm all by myself. I hate when he does this. I'm all by myself. All right, Katie. We're going to get back talking about Steve <laughs> Kane. Um, we have with us at this time, and I'm going to let him go one at a time. I'm going to go with the first one that I know is a little bit more limited on time, and then we'll get to our female guest, Miss Lightning from Glow. And then one of the last, uh, uh, we got another guest. So without any further ado, this is a man uh, that has worked with Steve Kane more times than he could probably count. And Steve called more matches than he could probably count. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the program, Tony Rican. <laughs> What's going on, Sean, Katie? How are you guys doing? Hey, sweetheart. Doing all right. Doing better now that you're here. Yeah, he's cooking. <laughs> I don't know what he's cooking, but it, whatever he's cooking, you know what's no, good. I, I just made dinner. I made some salmon, some green beans, and potatoes. Well, it's fish. You can keep the fish, but that's oh, that's okay, buddy. I, I still love you. <laughs> salmon, salmon's good for you, Sean. You should be eating your salmon. It's brain food. Yeah, I, I, I made it with a, a Dijon, a little bit of mustard and lemon. You know, you mix that together and use it as a sauce. Oh, Oof. Oh. All right, buddy. Um, give, us, give us your memories and, and thoughts and memories of Steve, and, uh, you know, we'll let you go. I know you got wife and kids to take care of teenagers not a problem it's just man i i steve i want to say i met him probably the summer i started training because i did that comic-con show in like oh one or oh two for power oh, man those were and he would have been, been he would have been uh Lyle, yeah he would have been lyle's ref at that point funny story that was also my first concussion and steve helped me out of the ring <laughs> So, I mean, uh, I've known Steve, like, almost, what, 20 years now? Almost uh, 20 years? Yeah, yeah that's, that's about right. 2021, man. Catching up with everybody. Wow. But, yeah, and, and you know, it, I did that Cruiser Cup where, you know, he was uh, trying to call the audible in the ring, but it didn't, uh, it didn't get down to Mr. Hope on the side to, to get things changed because he saw the crowd turning and wanted a different, you know, finish. Right. Well, and that's that's the thing. I mean, he he had the vision for the business, and some guys didn't like it, but if he knew that the the match was going sour, he'd call an audible in that ring. And not not very many refs out there today know to do that. If the the match is going sour, you call an audible in the ring, because if you don't and that that match goes completely stale, uh, that's when the referee calls a spot. In the match and tells the well, two what wrestlers it was supposed or the to be tag this team. One is we did that cruiser cup and it was me, Mike right. Morning, and I want to say was it Jazz in the finish? Uh, and uh, yeah, it, it might have been because that's when J- Lyle was booking him. 
So it, it was supposed to be Horning or Jazz who went over. I can't remember, but I was doing the injury gimmick, and the crowd got super behind me. So Steve was trying to call the audible for me to go over, you know, with the injury gimmick. Because he's like, this is working too well. And then when I got, you know, he was like trying to get, you know, Toby's attention on the, you know, because Toby was uh, commentating, announcing. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was Toby's tournament. He was trying to get Toby's attention to tell him while officiating the match. And he, he wasn't able to get Toby's attention. So uh, the finish <laughs> went off as uh, planned. And it, it was not as over as Steve knew it could be. Right. Yeah, an audible in oh. the ring from a ref means that the referee will go to the wrestlers or the two tag teams and say, hey, this isn't working, do this. Get the crowd back up instead of letting them fall down because if you go, if you get that match to a certain point where it goes too stale, it's over. You won't get them back up. Yeah. Okay. So, that uh, makes sense. But yeah, but yeah I've, always been told, I've always been told that the ref controls the match. I was always told that. Now I understand. Well, yeah, like on this one, the only reason Steve wanted uh, confirmation is Toby had booked the whole tournament. So he didn't right. want to change Toby's whole storyline without confirmation. So he, right. you know, Steve knew what was going on, and Toby later yeah. said he wished he had been paying better attention to Steve because he would have okayed it instantly. Right, and that's why it's important yeah, he would, to pay he would have given attention to your... That's, that's why it's important to have a trained timekeeper that's sitting at that table that can read cues to know if, if shit needs to be changed, it's got to be done on the fly. You don't have a lot of time when you're in yep. that ring. You know, if you, if yeah, you change Steve, it before Steve you get out there, like, that's fine. But when you're in that ring, you have the matter of seconds to get it done. I mean, Steve's officiated me and Botch, me and Machine. Mm-hmm. Classic matches. You just never, Classic it, it, matches. You just, you just never realize how much, how much the referee does. They call the ball, period. Steve was a very active referee compared to a lot. Um you know, and, and keeping the match moving forward, keeping the pacing of the tempo right. Um, especially, like Sean knows, I got in as a cruiserweight a, when cruiserweights were hated. Right. Oh. And, and so um, it was Steve helping us, you know, like me and Horning, keep a tempo that was a cruiserweight tempo, but that didn't um, make certain guys on the card mad, you know, the upper card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it still did I, in some instances. Also, we won't get, we won't get into those stories, but they did certainly piss yeah. some people that you were working with back in Powerhouse and even other places off that you and Horning well, that, were, and were I mean. starting it's to get Steve, over more than they Steve were. Tried to, Steve tried to keep that pace, like, hey, you know, he he knew the style was changing. He knew the evolution yeah. was coming. He was trying to make sure we didn't blow out the because me and Horning came with that Ring of Honor style before there was a Ring of Honor style. When everybody right. hated it, you know. Right. But, and, and Steve knew that was coming, and he's like, hey, do it here and here, but don't do it here so that way this guy can get over later. You know, he, we don't want to outshadow the, the main eventers. Right. Or overshadow, you know what I mean? Right. Well, and that's, that's just it. You can't, so, you can't. Up, go ahead, Katie. I could, never understand, I could never understand why the cruisers were so hated. You guys got over, yeah, but to me, it was guys my size doing what I wanted to do. So I'm, well, back in 20, always, 20 plus years uh, yeah. ago, cruisers would look down on, like, um, he who shall remain nameless, who Sean knows, called us gimmicks like midgets and danes, was his exact word. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that, that, that sounds like women, women midgets, and cruiserweights were a sideshow attraction. 
and you hear that and all so too, many, like, too you know, much that's... from the old school guys of, of of that, and it's like, well, now, and I'll be the first one to tell you, <laughs> yeah. do I like all the flippy shit that AEW is doing? Some of it, not all of it. Okay, they like they, the they need to they need to calm it down some and mix some other styles but, in with that, and it might be but, a little bit better. But because you can't but, have all flips. But. but. Even even but, Steve like, would have said like that, we, Katie, and you know that you can't have all flips. Oh, and I dives. know, I know. But that was that. I was, just think AEW that, has their customer base and they're pleasure. catering to it. Right. That was my guilty pleasure when I first started watching WCW was Ray Ray, okay, <laughs> and Eddie. All right, was the way they could move. It was just I like the freaking shit. I like the dives. I like the. the I like all the rope work. I love it all. So what are the, me and Steve, Steve and I went about bumped heads on that one. One of the last <laughs> matches that Steve called in Wicked, um, well, the last match for Botch anyway, was Botch versus Machine in Wicked Wrestling Alliance in 2008. It was the last match that Botch had outside of Fire Pro before he passed away. That was one of his favorite matches to call. But also one of the favorite matches that he told me personally that he loved calling was from our show in 2012. It was you and Horning one last time. We knew you two were getting ready to hang up the boots. And this thing ended in a time limit draw, which pissed off a lot of the fans. They wanted to see oh. more of it. You know what was funny about that one is, is even though Horning and I were cruiserweights, we very much were call it in the ring cruiserweights. And there was, there was so many. Um, what does that mean? What does that mean? I need to know that because I've never been so That means you don't talk about it before the match. You go out there and call everything in the ring. You don't call – you don't go to your opponent before the match starts and go, hey, I'm going to do this, this, and this to you. You get in the ring, and all of it happens spontaneously and organically. And, and, and so that's wow. the thing is, is by that time, styles have evolved, so the refs knew what was going on beforehand, and that's what was great about Steve. He was an old-school <clears> ref, so me and Horning can call it all in the ring – and make it up as we went. And even yeah. though it was fast-paced cruiserweight, he was right there for it all because he was an old-school ref. Well, he ma- he'd you know, because you have a lot. That was the other great thing. You know, and that's the thing is a lot of the refs would be, well, what's the finish? And it's like when I, somebody doesn't kick out. I mean, <laughs> you know, Steve would never ask you what the finisher was. He would never ask you. Yeah. Because the finisher is when I don't kick out. That's the finish. You know, why do you need to know what the finishing move is? You're, you know what I mean? Because if you know, because the more the ref knows about the finish, yeah, he can, he can go along with it better. But then that's also when you get those rookie refs who stop at the recount when they're not supposed to because they're not sure. Bingo. Does that, you know, and, and, and Steve being old school never asked me that. He never said, what's the finisher? I mean, he knew who was going over because he was right. part of the booking, but he never right. asked what was the finisher. He just. He went out there. He refereed the match. He made sure the pace was there. And like I said, Horning and I had worked together so much, we just stopped calling it. When we saw our names on a card together, we'd go down and we'd you know, stretch and relax and talk about life and figure out where we're going for food afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, uh, Steve, was a great, Steve, Steve was a great booker, too. I mean, he had that company up around Chicago for a little while. I know he brought in Rhino and a couple other names on. And, you know, his influence with Windy City and, and World Wrestling Zone and just almost every company he came into contact with, somebody, uh, one of the, the promoter would learn something from it. 
because he gives his ideas, mm-hmm. and that's what made him so influential with working with me is this was somebody I could bounce ideas off of, and he wouldn't, he wouldn't just poo-poo my idea. He'd say, okay, this will work, but we need to do it this way instead of that way. I think there's only one semi-old-school ref left in the area, and he's not even uh, really old-school, I don't think, is uh, Lou Tafano. Yeah. yeah. And I think he, that he is were, it. He, Steve was yeah. the last, like, really old-school ref, and Lou Tafano is, like, a middle-school ref. You know, right. He's not old or new, but he, right. he, he's the last one who has any of that knowledge that he would have had as a referee. The rest are all new-school kids. Well, the only other one that's remaining is Terry Hopper. Terry Hopper was cut from that same. Um, uh, oh, is he still? I didn't know he was still wrestling. Yes, uh, he's still active. So Terry Hopper and Lou, two count Lou, are the Tapano, only ones yeah. left that actually know what they're doing. Um, Nicholas H. gave up wrestling a long time ago. He knew the craft. Um, he's a manager now, yeah. Um, you know, he I will his, give this man credit where, yeah. it, where it's due. Um, I don't know if he's even still active anymore because I haven't heard his name in forever, but PJ Drummond was one of the, a really good craft of, of refereeing. And that was it in Illinois. And the, and the only star that has ever come out, out of Illinois refing wise um, is the two Chadley twins, uh, Justin King and the other one, I forget his name. And um, obviously Jason Harding. Right. You know, Jason's was he Illinois or Indiana though. Well, Jason worked a lot in Illinois. He he was he, he was a part right. of RCW here for damn near the whole thing. So, I uh, of course he I was part of Dreamwave. Lot, by the way. <laughs> um, so you know, there's oh. Steve. Steve was it, and that's why when guys would come to me and tell me they wanted to train to be a referee, my usual first thing to do would be to send them to Steve Kane, who would send them, yeah. you know, links to watch of footage. You don't know if you don't watch. You can't learn if you don't uh, study. And uh, that was that oh was one goodness. thing that Steve. You Waking know, up if, to if he was a case, to... look at this. That's all I'd wake up to. I'd, seriously, I'd wake up to, here, you need to watch this. Here, look at this. Here, did you see this? Kate, have you looked at this? Kate, did you watch this? Kate, you better watch this. <laughs> okay? Like, it, there, there if, were if times. a little bit more. Times. Mm-hmm. Physically able, I would have seen him as yeah. when uh, Red Bastine was a ref for a while. He was a very oh, entertaining, wow. knowledgeable ref when he was a ref. And if he was a little more physically able, you know, I would have seen him as a ref, like that type of ref, because he's so involved in matches. I could have seen him doing a lot of that fun stuff Red Bastine did. Oh, absolutely, mm. absolutely. All right, uh, Tony, to I want to. We're going to talk to you soon. I'm going to book up another date with you because you've got some other cooking projects that are coming up um, that we want to talk about and give you some airtime for. And I I know you're hungry because you've been cooking. So thank you very Uh, much, Tony Rican, for calling in. We'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, that's nice. Well, what about me? I don't get to say goodnight either. Good. Say goodnight to Tony Rican, Katie. (laughs) Okay, what you having for – okay, yeah. You're having salmon for dinner. Think of me. Oh my goodness! Okay. No, me, no, me and one of our, me, me and one of our regular listeners and callers were sitting here talking about fish. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm, now I'm craving, now I'm craving some salmon or or some catfish or some haddock or halibut or whatever other fish. Oh yeah, we we even mentioned swordfish, but yeah, I want me some catfish now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rican, I'll so see please, you Saturday enjoy. night at MWA, and uh, we'll. Yeah. 
We'll yeah, talk to you Saturday, Sean. and we'll talk to you yeah. guys later. Yeah, and Sean will give you a hug from me. Yes, I will. All right. Okay. All right. And I'll we are going to go to our next right, guest Arlen. at this time. This is one of the original Glow Girls, Lightning. Yay! Yay! <laughs> hey, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Sorry about that. We had. Okay, to, I wanted to let my uh, cook friend get going because he has kids and he's got kids, man. He's got kids. Yeah, I got yeah, kids. kids. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids. Kids will. Kids will get in the way of a lot of stuff, but they're fun to have. Yeah, I love kids too. Yeah. Uh, Lightning, oh, I don't know how well you got to know Steve, but um, yeah. he surely loved having you on this program and all of the Glow Girls. And, um, uh, you know, I want to thank Love you for giving us a moment of your time. Oh, I, 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 I just wanted to make sure I gave my condolences to Sheila, you know. Oh. I know how it is losing somebody really close to you. Yeah. It's just yeah. not a picnic, you know. Yeah, I think that this any, whole, yeah. anybody ahead, that wants to get a hold of Sheila – Anybody who wants to get a hold of Sheila, she's really easy. It's just Sheila Kane. You can go steal her off of me. I'm Kate Mason. Everybody can find me. I I'm, I'm, have a public profile. But if you want to send your condolences to Sheila, your well wishes, or or I'm thinking of you, feel free to do so. She'd love to hear from you. So Yeah, the, this, this whole thing with COVID, I think, has uh, it brought, yeah. well, I think it's brought the importance of stuff like this out more to the surface. People brush by stuff like this. Also, I think that a lot of stress has been on a lot of people, and I think a lot of people are dying on the sidelines because of the lockdowns and the, um, uh, I don't know, the feeling of being separated or sequestered. I think that's not, I think it's stressing people into problems physically, and it's causing, you know, besides COVID itself. It's causing a loss yep. of a lot of good people. It mm-hmm. is. His was not COVID related, thank goodness. But man, no. it still it still rocked each and every one of us that have come into contact with him. We weren't expecting it. Um, I guess that's yeah. why they call well, it death. It's it's not expected. Yeah. Sean and I woke well, up to a, it. That's another thing. A lot of people are like, uh, "Oh, fuck it. Sorry, if I can cuss." Oh, yeah, yes, you're like they're just letting everything go out the window, and they're not taking care of themselves. They're not getting any exercise. That was that. They're, uh, yeah. I mean, I I'm like a person who exercises like normally, like 15, 16 hours a week, and I'm down to like you know an hour a day or something, which might seem like a lot to some people, but that's practically shutting down for me. Yeah, your routine has changed entirely. Of course it has. Like, I, yeah. I should be doing my yoga every day. You think I'm doing yoga every day? No. <laughs> no. If I, did, if I didn't have my dog, I wouldn't be walking. <laughs> yeah. be your dog is I've got, I've, yeah, I'm helping. Yeah. I have a, a lot, lot of upper, people... upper respiratory issues, and, I'm, and now at the moment I have breast cancer, so my immunity is gone. Yes, I have both vaccinations, but that doesn't mean crap to me. Still, keep the hell away from me. I, yeah, I do. I avoid people big time. There's only certain people I hang around. There's, I, there's like a group of six people I'll actually speak to without my mask. That's yeah. true. Well, yeah, yeah. you got to be careful, you know, and that's yeah. uh, and anybody over 50 should be like, just, you know, you don't have to be paranoid, but just 
I mean, wash your hands, keep your hands away from your face. We all we always unconsciously touch our face and stuff. I've done this yeah. for a long time anyway, before COVID. Um, I've been yeah. in a house full of people with Montezuma's Revenge flu big time, and I was the only uh. one that didn't get sick. The only reason I didn't get sick was they were they were laughing at me, but I'd pull my sleeve down to open the doorknob, and I would I would Lysol the phone before I used it. They were like oh, yeah. making fun of me for doing this. I would Lysol the toilet before I sat on it, or I'd hover, the girl hover. Oh um, yeah, we were we're famous for that. Yeah, well, hey, who's gonna who wants to sit on a, a club yeah. club toilet at a Sean, club where you're going? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sean, if you if you ever need to learn how to how to pee sitting down, we could teach you. Let me tell you, thigh muscles are a wonderful thing. Thigh muscles and yoga. That's all I gotta say. When, it's the only thing that's got me when, my club night. <laughs> when I was wrestling in Japan, um, at oh they. That we're out just going night after night after night in a hardcore rest, really hardcore rest like, and um, yeah, the rings were rocks, you know, and the mm-hmm. ropes were uh, were like wire. It didn't feel like there was any padding in them at all. But Oof, we the bat the bathrooms <laughs> the bathrooms were holes on the ground. Yep, that I they, believe they it. weren't actual toilet it. seats, so you had to squat over the toilet and I had such a hard time for the first week I was there it had been like almost a full week and I hadn't taken a crap oh my because I could not I could not squat down like that and poop it wouldn't happen for me uh finally we got to this one uh hotel still an old school hotel the the um the toilet was on the ground, but they had chairs, wooden chairs that were on the ground too. They they it looked like a wooden chair without legs, and with yeah. a little pillow on it. I lifted up the pillow off the chair, and the wooden oh. chair had a hole in it. Oh my it god! It was made with. It had a center to the wooden chair, and I just took that chair and slapped it down on the toilet and sat down on it, and then had my legs straight out in front of me on the ground. Yeah, and I finally went to the bathroom. Done. 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 Horrible, horrible. I kept thinking I was kept thinking somebody's going to slam me and I'm going to have an accident in the ring. <laughs> we wouldn't want that to happen. Oh, okay, uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we are gonna we are gonna talk with April, and um, we are gonna get a date for all you glow girls planned here real soon within the next month or so. Um, hopefully, as long as we can line a date and time up. And um, I, I want to thank you for giving us some of your time here tonight and uh, sending your sympathy for not only Steve but his family. And it means a lot to Katie and I that you showed your support here this evening. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no problem. I'm sorry about the poop story. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it was great. It, it was lightened great. the mood. It, <laughs> it was educational, even. It's a story, okay? One of them. <laughs> Much I'm love. Sure you guys, you lightning. guys have some great ones. Oh, we will, oh, we will share plenty of stories with you the next time that you are on air with us. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you for giving us some of your time tonight. Our yeah. time is running out. And unfortunately, I have some other callers I've got to get to, but um, I want to thank you again for calling in tonight. It means the world to me and means the world to Steve's family. 
Have a great evening, and we'll talk soon. God, God yeah. bless, and my prayers to everybody, okay? Yeah. All, right, All right. We love you. Thank love you. you Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. All yeah, right. No now we are going to talk to show- – and this show Go is going to take as long as it's going to take. This show's going to take as long as it's going to take, and I don't care. It's fine. All right. It's fine. We are going to go to uh, somebody that worked with Steve and me the last uh, MWA event in Janesville, Wisconsin in 2020, Mr. Hillbilly Bubbles. And I'm also going to bring on our good friend that is going to be at MWA Showdown this Saturday night. He's going to be filming the tribute for me, and uh, he is our good friend and our correspondent. The mad conservative crime fighter. Cry me. Guys, guys Hello. thank Hi, you for baby. joining me. All right, we got to figure right, out where this echo is coming from. Coming from. Uh, I, I think I know, where it's, it's I know where it's at. All right. It's not mine. All right. Uh, test one two. Uh, test, test one two. Test one two. All right, it might be me. Cry me. Cry me. If you can't hear it, it is you. Unmuted. Okay. <laughs> Trying to find it. Trying to find it. Okay. Uh, okay. Crime fighter, call back in for me. All right. Yeah, because it's you, baby. All right. We'll go All to right, Hillbilly baby. Bubbles now. Sorry, Bubbles. I had to mute you. Trying to find out oh, where that fine. feedback was coming from and trying to kill it there so it doesn't go, doesn't kill it. Um, Hillbilly Bubbles is a referee. He does wrestle. Uh, he wrestled the match at the last show in Changeville that Steve was a part of. And, um, man... I know you didn't get to know Steve all that well, but um, this this whole thing, he, he would be there with us Saturday night. Um, he was going to referee the Christopher Daniels match. And um, I want you to share your thoughts and memories of working with Steve. Uh, whatever you got to say, man, the floor is yours. I, I, I miss him, to be honest with you. You know, I really wanted to work with him this weekend. But God willing, you know, he's going to be here with all of us. He, he, you know, he will be, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a hard thing to get through, but uh, unfortunately for MWA, we've had two losses in the past, uh, probably, I'd say, two months, three months, and, uh, you know, um, we lost Midnight Rose, and then we lost Steve Kane, so the memorial for Midnight Rose was last week out in Nebraska, and uh, this week in Illinois, it's all about Steve Kane, and um, it's, uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great show. We'll talk about it here momentarily. Uh, Crime Fighter. wait for it. All right, Crime Fighter. You are live, and the Hi. echo is gone. We we killed it. Hello, darling. Yeah. How you been? Oh, what's going on? So I hear Hello. we got a holiday tomorrow all of a sudden. Yes. I'll be right back, Katie. Okay, well, I took the boys here with me. It's all good. All right. Okay, so I'm so coming I, in blind, so yeah, is a, a little bit, come, a little bit. Sean will be back in a second. It's all good. I'm not worried. Oh, so what are you saying, Crimey? Um, well, I can just since I just popped in, I'll just give you the rundown of the shows this weekend, if you wish. Great, that's great. Apart from the show in Elgin on at the Old Republic on Saturday at 7 o'clock, and I assume it's going to be outside, and it's going to be very hot, so you better bring your sunscreen and some bottled water. Wear a hat. Yeah, Wear a damn too. hat. 
<laughs> yeah, I got a ball cap I'm going to wear. Um, yeah. Other shows, American Championship Wrestling in the St. Clair, Missouri at the Veterans of Ford War, Wars Hall. That's Saturday the 19th at, around the St. Louis area. IWA Unlimited Wrestling and Zero One Supreme are going to run Friday and Saturday night in Noble, Illinois at the Noble Grade School. So it's kind of a a two a two shot or a double head, not quite a double header, but that's baseball. If you live in if you live in Noble, you'll be uh, which is down by uh, the Olney, Southern Illinois. Uh, you got two shows to see. Um, Mid-Missouri Wrestling Alliance in Imperial, Missouri at the Merrick Mac Elks on Friday night, tomorrow on the 18th, and that's just south of the St. Louis area. MMWA is looking to uh, kind of expand and uh, run, a, run every week on a circuit. We'll wait and see what happens with that. A new promotion in Republic, Missouri. ICWF Pro Wrestling. Yeah, I can't. I haven't memorized the acronym. That's on Saturday at the CrossFit Republican. That is in the western side of uh, the state of Missouri. So that's yes. the show's happening yes. this weekend. All right, Crime Fighter. Well, I want to give you about five minutes. I know you and Steve Kane did not always see eye to eye, but uh, share some memories of uh, knowing or coming in contact with Steve. <sighs> Right, you just put me on the spot. Um, the only thing, I mean, he uh, he worked for Powerhouse Wrestling, and yes, I he's one of the persons I've argued over whether the talent in Central Illinois was trained or not, or trained to the parameters that the Chicago wrestling scene wanted, or the St. Louis wrestling. Well, I pretty much argued on behalf of. Uh, the St. Louis wrestling scene, not just Central Illinois, but the St. Louis area too. I mean, eventually, um, everybody got warmed up, and talent from downstate Illinois, and Missouri, made their way up to the media markets up in Chicago. The Chicago talent made their way downstate. Also, it took some time, but it happened. Uh, Steve Kane, obviously, rant was co-host of this show, did these uh, funny parody commercials. Um, yes, at some point in the future, you'll have, you should uh, get a spot in the Hall of Fame, a Hall of Fame, whether it's Icons of the Valley or maybe the Central Illinois Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame or if there's another Hall of Fame, maybe Chicago. The Chicago wrestling scene has a uh, Hall of Fame for Chicago Folks, because I assume he did many a show up there. Yes. Um, I think about it. I think those I think those inductions will be coming at a later date. I want to give his wife plenty of time to process everything that has happened, and um, if not one or both of those inductions is coming for Steve, um, he deserves it, man. He just thir- almost uh, from what I know over thirty years in this business and. Uh, he loved it more than anything in the world. Um, we have somebody with us now that knows how much Steve Kane loved the business. His former co-host on live from the Dean's Den, Lee Walker. It's me. It's me. It's the Long Island Ice Lee. How you guys doing? D- hanging in there, man. Hanging in there. How are you? You've been going through a lot of medical stuff yourself. 
Yeah, I myself, I just had a couple of surgeries to uh, keep me going, but uh, I'm oh, wow. doing great, and I I wanted to make sure that this was a uh, a, a show that I did not miss. Uh, I can tell you that my Friday nights, uh, since Steve uh, got sick when we did our very last show, uh, my Friday nights after SmackDown will never be the same because I – don't have that pleasure of having Steve as the host for, you know, mm-hmm. live from the Dean's Den anymore. It's my Friday nights have changed. I'm kind of a lost man after SmackDown. I, I miss hearing that man's voice, uh, you know, especially when after the theme music would hit and he would do, he would do his spiel. Well, this is Steve Kane live from the Dean's Den. And we would just go into right into any topic uh, that, you know, he had chosen for us for the show. Uh, it's, it's something that with such a long history for him in professional wrestling that yeah. you can't, you, it's almost like you can't phantom doing these things without him. And even for me, uh-huh. like with my podcast or like I, I was writing at sportskita.com, I'm moving over to wrestling Inc. Um, just, just, just watching wrestling doesn't have the same, uh, appeal to me. Cause I don't have Steve to go to anymore. Thank you. You know, when we're watching the shows, we would message each other and, and yeah. anytime like news broke out, he would send me a link and be like, we got to talk about this, bud. And I would agree. And I'd say, absolutely. Or, you know, we would talk anything wrestling and and we had we had our moments where we didn't talk wrestling too um right for me though i you know i jumped on originally just came on a on as a guest one random thursday night he invited me back again he invited me back again and then so you started the same way i did yeah (laughs) and then you know he goes hey i've got a show on friday Come on, help me out. Absolutely. And then it was, hey, do you want to do it again? Do you want to do it again? And then at that <laughs> point, he just started referring to me as my co-host, Lee Walker from Sportskeeda. <laughs> so, I mean, I, it was just something that uh, randomly fell into. Um, you know, I had my own podcast and, you know, writing, you know, the, the all the news for Sportskeeda at the time. And uh, like I said, it's... The, wrestling so far has not had the same feel for me. Um, especially when um, you guys broke the news to me that he had passed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can, I can honestly say uh, I have not watched that much wrestling since uh, Steve has passed. Anyone who knows Steve knows that the man breathed, lived it, ate it, professional wrestling. You know, that was, that was, that was, that was his professional wrestling was like his baby. It was like a child for him. You know, the man had done so much in the industry. um, And and this was somebody that it was, it it started off as just a random friend request on Facebook that turned into a random message that turned into me coming on to a, yeah, that turned into coming on to a podcast that turned into going on to another podcast that turned me into his co-host. Um, 
that's yeah the first but, I'll, ne- I'll never forget the day but the night i was on air and he said our 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 new female co-host and i, I was like what and i get a message he goes go with it play along yeah and i'm like all right yeah you know so and so that Steve and that was will the be... day honestly that was the day that you belonged to him that was the day that yeah. You know, so yep. wrestling will never be the same. Um, no. If you knew, if you know Steve, it's, it, now it's going to be different. Um, and like I said, I, I I don't have Steve to to message me anymore. You know, he would send news and be like, "We got to talk about this," and then we would we would strategize the show throughout the week. And we even had days where if it if it was a slow news week of wrestling. We would just recap and talk about what we watched or, you know, what pay-per-view was coming up or this or that. Right. Hey, how's the family? How you doing? You know, things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I get on air. You get on air with Steve and he'd be, all right, what do you got for me? Yeah. Know, well, and, and, and it got and to gonna, be towards okay. the end with him that him and I would sit down you know, usually on a Monday morning or Monday afternoon, whenever he had time and write the format sheet for Thursday night, these are the topics that we need mm-hmm. to cover. This is, this is everything. And, and Katie would get those. And she, at first yeah. she was like, what the hell is this happy horse shit? It's like, honey, this is our new <laughs> format sheet. This will make sure that we cover everything that we need to cover on the agenda tonight. Yeah. I'd be, all right, I, I, I'd be like, all right, babies, let's get it done. <laughs> and you know, the other thing I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss his mannerisms. Thank you know, you. if you if you were if you were on air with him, or you know, if you were a guest on the show, you know, he had these little mannerisms that I, I'd always catch that always you know kind of made me chuckle a little bit. <laughs> you know, he'd be like, "Well, well," you know, like he would do this whelp thing, or or he'd be like, "Yup, yup, yup," you know, like you know, going along with uh-uh. what you're saying, and you know, those no, are the little the best, things that you're gonna miss. The best, I tell you what. <laughs> That's why. That's fine. And you don't understand, okay? The man speaks through me. I don't know if he sent it to you yet, but the man speaks through me. He does. I, I'll, I'll find myself talking like Steve, and I'm like, hold on a second. Sean, is that happening to you too? He goes, oh, yeah, every day, at least once a day for, since he's been gone. Are you all right? I'm all right. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 you it's, think differently now. You think yeah. differently now. Because he's taught you, know, you and he's ingrained it, and he's shall I, shall I even dare to say conditioned? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, mentally conditioned by Steve Gaines. Yes, I you tell know, you what. And, and, <laughs> you know, so like I even go back into like my messages with him, but yeah. my last messages are me, you know, checking up, but there's no response. And then if I scroll mm-hmm. up far far enough. It's the last messages from him were, hey, sorry, I got sick on air. Thanks for just rolling with it. You know, like those are the, like, that's my, that's, that's the cool, last though. time. That was my last message from him. I, and, um, you know, through trying to call and him being in and out of the hospital and, and everything that had, had occurred, I, I, just, I yeah. never got to hear from him like one last time. And then all of a sudden, next thing I know, everyone's letting me know, like, hey, he, he's he's passed away, you know. So yeah, he didn't hear anything someone, for a week. Yeah, you know. So it's somebody who who was a co-host for the Friday nights. Uh, my Friday nights will never be the same. 
That's um, your brother, even, man. E- you know, even with continuing the show with a different host and me still being the co-host type deal, um, it's not going to have the same feel, but um, they are shows that should continue uh, for his memory. You know, those, the, these shows were his babies, yeah. too, as much as pro wrestling was. The man, like I said, the man lived, breathed, and ate professional wrestling just as much as he did with these podcasts because these were his shows that he could do, and if he didn't like something, he could vent. If, you know, there was a guest coming on, he was prepared. And, and you know, I had fun the very first time I came on to the point that I was on for... Right? I thought, it was only, I thought this was only going to be like a half-hour show, and it was like two hours later, I'm still on with the, everybody, and I'm going, uh, does, is there an end point, or what's the game here? Like, what are we doing? And I just, I just rolled with it. That's what I. That's what I always say. We're done. We're, we're done. Whenever we're done, we're you know? done. I mean, yeah. I, I did. And I did a show. I got to do one of Steve's shows one night too, and that's exactly what I said. Hey, that's different. It's just, it, it is. Yeah. It's a totally, entirely different atmosphere when on his show. Entirely different. But and they also you know, don't, it, don't have our hyper selves on air with them either. So yeah. Yeah. You know, even <laughs> even though he's passed. Um, good things have, have come out from me meeting him, yeah. you know, from being able to do these shows to becoming a co-host with him, making new friends with you guys, you know, so it's, it's meeting him was a blessing and anyone who met him, you know, whether you had differences with him or not, I, those are things I wouldn't know about. I only got to know him for a short time, uh, you know, through the podcasting and, just interacting with him on Facebook and uh, it is something that I, I will miss, you know, hearing his voice, you know, Friday nights and, you know, gearing up for that show and, and the messages and everything. Like I said, I, I go back and I, I scroll up far enough of the, Hey, how you feeling for me? The last message was literally him apologizing for getting sick on air, which I was like, you don't have to that's, apologize. That stuff happened. That's me. You know, but um, he is he is somebody I'm, I'm gonna miss, and um, I I I I don't say that enough. Um, you know, I have been in contact with his wife, Sheila, and it's just uh, I know she's you know it's still a hard time. It, it's an adjustment for everybody, and I can honestly just really just say it sucks. And it does that he's gone. It really, it it, it, it really does. Um, Lee, you are welcome. Lee, you are welcome here anytime that you want to be. Um, go ahead, Katie. Um, but what I was gonna say, Lee, feel free to message Sheila anytime you want. She'd love to hear from you. I know she would. Oh, oh, I do. Um, you know, her last message to me was, you know, she can still hear him. Yeah. On, yeah. on a random Friday night while we're doing our show, she says, she, you know, the last time I talked to her, she goes, I can still hear him doing live from the Dean's Den. And, you know, for me, that's, oh. that's like a good thing, you know, to hear that. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, you know, it just, it brings a positive light to it, you know, that everybody is remembering him in a positive manner and, and, and just do, doing and in, in like this show in itself just doing and saying, huh? you know, anything that you can say about the guy. I, I mean, I 
I don't no. think the man had a had a bad bone in his body, you know, to be mean to anybody. Right. Well, you know, he he was he was a joy a joy to listen to. Absolutely. He was a joy to listen to. And even when he was slightly annoyed, he'd just take a deep breath and keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's true. I annoyed him. You don't even know. I annoyed, I, and I did it on purpose. I would purposely annoy him on air. Purposely. And he'd, he'd, he'd roll with it. He, and he'd, he'd, give me, he'd give me shit in the chat, and he'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm doing. <laughs> Well, Lee, you are welcome here anytime uh, that you can make yourself available. We are going to get a new date and time nailed down that we're going to be consistently doing this again and uh, go from there. Um, I want to take a moment real quick to talk about the event that uh, Steve would have been a part of this weekend. He was slated to be there, man. It's MWA Showdown as part of the MWA Great American Summer Tour, Elgin, Illinois. Saturday night, Elgin. June 19th, Old Republic Kitchen and Bar, Corona Beer, Modelo Beer. Uh, the sponsors, um, 155 South Randall Road in Elgin. Gates open at 6, bell time is 7.30. It will feature world-renowned current all-elite wrestling stars, the Murder Hawk Monster, Lance Archer, and Christopher Daniels. Um. The matches signed are the MWA Heavyweight Championship. Reigning and defending MWA Heavyweight Champion, Brian Blade defends against Lance Archer. Gorgeous. Alex the Great Gretzky will meet the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. The MWA Women's Championship is on the line when the reigning and defending women's champion Morgan LeVay takes on challenger Jade DeVille. The MWA Tag Team Championship grudge match. The reigning and defending MWA Tag Team Champions, the answer. Levi McDaniel and Van Johnson take on their challengers, the Rebel Hearts, Christian Temple and Justin Gray. Now, this match happened twice last week in Nebraska. I, as the MWA Board of Directors Chairman, am saying here right now, and I've said it in the live video earlier this week, there will be a guaranteed winner in this match. There will be no more BS. There has to be a winner in this match. Mr. Fitness 2 will take on Chief Atakula Kula. Vinny Lee Glamrock will take on the All-American Redneck Tyler Bodine. The debuting Miles Mercer with C-Red, our good old friend C-Red, will take on Angel de la Mortez and... It will also feature the angry, drunken Irishman, Angus McDuff, and I will be doing a very special oh, tribute to Steve Kane in the ring. Also, want to remind everyone, the wild man beast will no longer be at MWA Showdown as he has not been medically cleared to be there. We wish him a speedy recovery, and he will return to the MWA soon. Um, folks, the only way to get your tickets left for this event, I've been talking about it on Facebook for over a month, um, is at the door. If you want to get your tickets, be there early, about 5.30 to get your tickets. Make sure you still get a seat. Otherwise, you're not going to have one. Or you'll have to stand. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, that is the other option. Yeah, you're standing, um, mother trucker. Crime Fighter will be there with me. We are going to be getting the tribute that I do to Steve Kane on film. We'll probably put that up on YouTube um, so everybody that is a listener here can see that. Um, folks, this, this got real for me tonight. I did not deal with his death up until this point. Um, it's going to be really real for me Saturday, Saturday morning. I have his memorial service and then Saturday night I have the event that I just talked about. So you Um, are going good. I am going 100%. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Extra squeeze for for Sheila for me, please. And 
that goes for me too, brother. It's um, yeah. it's hard. I thought losing Ed Schumann back in 2010 was the hardest thing that I ever went through in my life. This by far mm-hmm. is the hardest thing that I've ever went through in my 30 years on this planet so far. Um, I miss him. I, 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 like Lee said, it's different to watch wrestling without him. It's going to be different doing the show Saturday night without him there. Um, it's going to be different doing these shows in the future without him. And it's going to be different bringing my company back at some point um, without Steve Kane. Because Steve is who I want to do with all of my ideas. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I'm having one of those moments. You should be here, old man, just now. Um, with that, we are going to bring this show to a close. I want to play this clip, and then we're going to close with a song. Um, um, if anybody's got anything to say, this is the time to do so. Final thoughts. Final final thoughts. I can't be there Saturday. I'm in a different state. Uh, I wish you the best with the tribute show. And uh, I'm going to miss you, Steve. I'm going to miss you. Thank you, Lee. Uh, We're going to go to one of our fans that I almost forgot about here tonight. He would have killed me if I did that. Billy, um, you got got the last word here tonight, buddy. Still can't believe that he's gone. To be honest, I'm, I mean, when when Katie broke the news to me, you know, it was a big fucking shock, really. Yeah. You know, what wasn't exactly nice news to wake up to, and hey, I woke up to it too. Yeah. I didn't mean to shatter your day. You know that. No, I know. Steve and I did not always see eye to eye. But in, but in, but he was practically a mentor to me, especially on yeah. the whole wrestling scene. He's he, he's partly the reason why I became such the wrestling scholar that I am now. And if not for yeah. him, I probably would not know half the things I know. So, yeah. you know, with that said, thank you, Steve. I will continue to study all the wrestlers past, present, and future, and I'm going to miss you, man. I think that's a good way to end it here tonight. So this is one of uh, the one of the other spoof ads that Steve Kane made for the show. These will be on this board forever, and we will continue to use it regularly. Um, and if you don't like gonna... it, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining this us This Saturday night at the Birmingham Fairgrounds. Mud Show Championship Wrestling presents an all-star card of action-packed wrestling matches just for you. In the main event, Sam McCallahan faces Jelly Janela in a bleak 182 death match. Featured match, Joey Ryan versus Priscilla Kelly in a puke on the naughty parts match. First person to puke on their opponent's naughty parts loses. Garden Rake on a pole match, special wheelbarrow race, and much, much more. All that this Saturday night at the Birmingham County Fairgrounds. It's Mud Show Championship Wrestling. You don't want to miss it. Y'all better be there.
Wrestling referees and our old man, Steve Kane. Good night, everybody. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.